1: I know nobody is more excited uh, than Jason Swigert except one person who we're about to bring on here uh, for the Timbers season and their opening match. uh, The Timbers match against Kansas City. Uh, ended up getting pushed back and delayed till Monday due to the, the storm that hit. So Sporting KC and the Portland Timbers will start their season uh, on Monday. But it's an exciting season because the MLS has partnered up uh, with Apple TV. And it should be noted the Apple season, uh, the MLS season pass is found via Apple TV, not Apple TV Plus. That's an important note here, and Jake Zivin, our good friend on Twitter, at Jake Zivin, uh, he's going to be calling the LA Galaxy an LAFC match at the Rose Bowl with Taylor Twelman, and uh, of course you know him from his Portland Timbers time, and he gets ready for a new venture with Apple TV. So Jake, good morning. Thanks for hopping on, man. How exciting is this to kind of start something new while still being familiar with, with the product you've been calling for some time now?
2: Hey guys, good morning. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful moment for the league. Uh, it's a wonderful moment for, for me personally to be part of this. Uh, it's just, uh, to me, I think an inflection point in the history of, of Major League Soccer. And Tomorrow, we are just, under, or just over, I should say, 24 hours away from the first game kicking off, about 36 hours away from uh, the games happening out here on the West Coast. So, Man, uh, I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to, to get around the league, get around the country, and I can't wait in Portland for, for the timber season to start, as you said, 48 hours late, uh, but it is getting underway on Monday night.
3: Well, hopefully, uh, uh, well, yeah, Jake... we can get oh, – Oh, go, go ahead. ahead.
1: Well, I was, I was just going to note that I think the cool thing about Apple TV having it, I uh, you know people are wondering how this is all going to go and – all the matches the league cups all the playoffs are going to be on MLS season pass there's no blackouts available in 100 countries and regions and i think the cool part is that they have matches in english spanish and then for canadian teams they also have available in in french they've got home team radio calls i mean what was what was kind of your reaction when you had heard and gotten wind that the mls and, and apple tv were really going to do this and make this a partnership
2: yeah, look, I, it, I think it's a really, really good thing. I think it's going to be great for fans. I mean, I can't tell you how many complaints we got over the past eight years that, that I was, you know, doing Timbers matches about not having a, an option to stream, not having a cut the court option. If you live locally, you could get Timbers games. If you were a fan in Chicago wanting to watch games from Portland, you could watch them on, on the MLS uh, kind of, you know, league wide uh, out of market package couldn't do that in portland and we have wonderful tv partners uh, up at root sports and, and then fox 12 and fox 12 plus um i stand by our product the people i work with are some of my closest friends um but that was always kind of the one frustration with supporters is that those who cut the cord and look mls is uh and timber specifically is a sport and, and a team whose fan base skews younger who skews towards streaming, and there are a lot of people who have cut the cord. who don't have that traditional cable or satellite package, and they couldn't watch. They literally had no way of watching Timbers' games unless they went to a friend's house or went to a bar, but they couldn't themselves sign up. They couldn't even pay for anything. Now, you know, that's alleviated, and it's simple. It's just in one spot. Every single game will be on MLS Season Pass, on the Apple TV app. No blackouts if you're in Portland, if you're traveling, if you're in Montana, if you're in You know, New York City, uh, if you're in, as you said, 100 countries uh, and more more than 100 countries around the world. So I think it's going to be a great thing for fans. And man, the, the past couple of months, seeing what it's all looking like, seeing it all come together, it looks fantastic. And it's what you'd expect from a partnership between a league like MLS. It's always tried to be progressive and always tried to kind of push forward into sports and into sports business. Uh, and a company like Apple, which is you know, probably the foremost brand in the world and a brand that's about simplicity and innovation and user experience and all of that. I think in the season pass, uh, we, we've seen that already just in, in the rollout of all the content. We saw that in the test matches last weekend. and I think everybody's really going to see it tomorrow night. Uh, and I think it's, it's going to be something that supporters love.
3: Well, I know everybody's excited for for the view enhanced viewing uh, experience that's about to come, but for Timbers fans who were disappointed not to see their side get into the playoffs a, a season ago, what should they expect from this group? Uh, there was a late trade. I know Bill Tuoloma, who was a fan favorite, uh, he gets moved out, uh, and so that central defense has always been a point of concern. I, pretty much since Liam Ridgewell left, Liam did a great job organizing everybody it seemed like there was a lot of organization that we haven't seen uh, with Larry's Mabiala kind of taking over there. And then you have Evander uh, coming in, the new player, the designated player right there in the midfield, hopefully to try to increase the playmaking uh, for this squad. What are we expecting from the Timbers out of the shoot? Yeah, man,
2: uh, spot on with Liam, right? I think he's one of the best. You know, center backs in league history, and specifically when it comes to that part of the game of of organizing, of leading um, during a match, th- throughout a game. That's what made him so special in this league, especially. So, yeah, Timbers have missed that. Of course, since since Liam retired, he's back now as an assistant coach after a year with us on the broadcast team. So you bring bringing some of that now at training and, and during the games from the bench instead of uh, out on the field. Uh, you know, you hit on um, to me the main storyline in the beginning of this season is Evander the new designated player unfamiliar with that term that means basically the big star uh the player that Timbers or any team in the league can pay whatever they want and he only counts you know a certain amount to, towards the salary cap it is a salary cap league like so many other American leagues are he's the most expensive signing in Timbers history so again in, in soccer uh, instead of like trading if you're If you're signing a player from overseas instead of trading a player to that team he came from, you just pay him money. That's how the the economy of soccer works. Uh, And the most expensive signing for the Timbers, the most expensive transfers, it's called, in Timbers history, is Evander. Brazilian midfielder uh, played more as a kind of uh, what we call a box-to-box midfielder, a number eight, both with offensive and defensive responsibilities. Over in Denmark, the Timbers are going to have him play a little more in the attack more attacking responsibilities fewer defensive responsibilities they really think that his creative ability uh his his skill is going to to really shine through in this league and they want to have him play a little further forward so he can have the greatest impact on the attacking side of the game i think he's going to be a home run signing for the timbers look great in the preseason i was down with them in Palm springs at, at the coachella valley invitational Last week, uh, they played three games. He had two goals and one assist, a goal and assist in every game, and he only played like a half of of some of those games or less. So he looks it. He looks the part, um, and to me, if I'm a Timber supporter, that's the thing I want to see most. Uh, Now Monday night is Evander, the first glimpse of him and and how he integrates, and I think he's going to have immediate impact for the Timbers and in the league.
1: Yeah, Jake Zivin is our guest here uh, on Twitter, at Jake Zivin. He's calling the, the rivalry game between LA Galaxy and LAFC at the Rose Bowl. Taylor Twelman, uh, as he makes his debut for Apple TV now with the MLS season pass. Of course, still the Portland Timbers guy as well. Uh, MLS 360 is a live whip round show. Uh, that it's available for free to, to fans that have the MLS season pass. And uh, MLS season pass can be found at Apple TV, not Apple TV Plus, Apple TV. That's an important note here uh, as the season starts. So the the season's going to get going here, Jake, with, with Sporting KC. Uh, before the first match, I guess I would ask the question that, that you know, maybe uh, nonchalant, but like they support the Timbers fans would know, not the diehards per se. What is the weakness of the Timbers going into the season? What's the area where you look and you go, I'm a little concerned about it, but let's see what it looks like.
2: Yeah, I think the number nine position, the striker position, is somebody going to step up. Yaroslav Nizgoda, he's another designated player. As I mentioned, he is still the most efficient goal scorer in the history of the league. Goals per shots taken but he hasn't taken a ton of shots, especially for for a striker. And, and, and that is more, I think that like, that's signifies he's not always very involved when he's in the game and he's not the type of striker that's going to always be on the ball. He's not a volume type of striker, but there've been matches where he just hasn't really been involved uh, at all. And, you know, 60 minutes go by, he comes out and it's like, he didn't even get a chance. So can they create chances for him? Can he find more chances for himself um, because if so, he is an elite finisher. And, and if he can get to, say, 15 goals, then that's something that the Timbers, I think, could really need to not only get to the playoffs, but contend. Behind him, you have Felipe Mora, who um, is, is injured right now. And if Felipe Mora is healthy, he may be the starter, as he was in 2021 when the Timbers made it to MLS Cup. And he scored you know, that famous, famous goal at the end of, of regular time. To, to send it to extra time. Uh, Timbers, of course, ultimately lost, but he provided that moment that every Timbers supporter will remember. But he's had an knee issue for really since that moment and has barely played, and he's still dealing with it. Hopefully, a couple months into the season, from a Timbers perspective, he can get back out there. And if he does, and if he's back to 100%, and Gio has that position battle between Nizkoda and Mora, that's a good problem to have, and maybe the Timbers look better in that position. But right now, it's really new to go up to have Nathan as a backup, a young player, scored some goals last year when he came in, um, you know, but didn't, you know, didn't, uh, you know, kind of burst, didn't take that starting spot is what I could say. So I think they're still looking to sign somebody in that spot, a top level player in that spot to give an alternative type of player, the go to and compete with him until Felipe Moore comes back. So for me, that position is a question mark, and how productive, how many goals they can get out of that position could change things big time. Uh, and then you mentioned the, the center back uh, position as well. There, the Timbers have four really good center backs coming into the season that I think could start for many teams in the league, and I think any pairing of the two could have started week one in Laris Mabiala, Dario Zupić, Zach McGraw, and Bill Tuiloma. Well, They trade Bill Tuiloma to Charlotte, uh, again, for money, so to speak, really salary cap space, what's called general allocation money. $800,000 of that, which is quite a haul. It's a good return for any player in the league, especially you know for Bill tui But now that, that cuts into the depth a little bit. Now you have three. You have Dario, Lloris, and Zach. Who's going to start on Monday night? I, I think it might be Dario Zupert and Zach McGraw starting on Monday night. Zach McGraw is an amazing story. A third-round pick out of Army West Point, the first-ever Army grad to be drafted by an MLS team. Third-round picks in MLS, this is not the NFL. Third-round picks in MLS do not make it. Like There are, I think there's one player that was picked after Zach McGraw that's still on the MLS roster, and in like the 60 picks before him, there's maybe one or two that, that are still on MLS rosters. This is like three years ago. They just don't make it to that second contract in MLS, but Zach did. He bucked that trend. He impressed everybody. He's big. He's physical. He's imposing. He's smart. He plays within himself and uh, he's now you know, earned that second contract and possibly earned a starting position on day one for the Portland Timbers. So Jack is a great story, but still, with now only having those three, you do wonder, is is, are there, is there a Bill 2 normal replacement coming in? Is there another signing in that position
3: on the way? Check, last one for me. We know Gio uh, last couple seasons has really – uh, allowed. He's given up possession, playing the counter attack uh, and, and sometimes that comes back to bite him. Uh with the Vander coming in, some other roster changes, do you expect him to be a little bit more on the uh on the front foot, maybe possess a little more and try and create, or are we still gonna see other teams dominating possession and Portland trying to, to counter?
2: Yeah, it's interesting. You, you know, I think Gio wants to be a possession team and he always has team in after having so much success for the New York Cosmos and the NASL, which was of the second division, the lower division. And, you know, I think he kind of said that's what he wants his style to be. And he could do that with the Cosmos, because the Cosmos in the NASL were the giant club. They were the Manchester City of NASL or the Real Madrid of NASL in that their budget was bigger, and the players were a level above all the other teams in that league. So they could just dominate games, and they did For the five years that Gio was there, I think he won three titles, made it to four finals. Um, So, like, they could do that. It it was more difficult when Gio came to MLS with the roster that the Timbers had assembled. Frankly, the Timbers have always, other than maybe 2013, been more successful when they've done what you described. They've conceded a little bit of possession. They've defended well. And then they've used their immense attacking talent to hit teams on counterattacks. And to take advantage of teams not set up defensively, right? That's the point of kind of sitting back and then playing on the counter is now your attacks are against a team that's not set defensively, that's in transition instead of a team that is just sitting back, that's able to get organized and all that. And I think historically the Timbers have had a lot more success playing that way than them being dominant on the ball, which looks great at the end of the game when you look at the possession stats and maybe even the shot stats. But ultimately what matters is the quality of opportunities you're creating and and how many goals you can score, right? Whether or not you can, you can win the game. I, I'm not sure if the roster is is still kind of set up in the way to be dominant in possession yet, or if it's still better for them to sit back, be organized defensively, and then hit out on the counter. I mean, you still have this incredibly talented and dangerous attacking group. You've got a Dyron Esprit out when he's healthy. He's out for for a few weeks with with a knee injury. Uh, you've got Jimmy Chara. You've got Santiago Moreno. Uh, and Goda, who, again, kind of wants to get behind and, and wants just like a one-touch opportunity, doesn't necessarily want to be involved in a buildup. Uh, and then you you have an Evander maybe to c- kind of pull the strings uh, in those moments to what Diego Valeri did for, for so many years uh, in those moments. So I'm not sure. Eric, same thing. Eric is really good moving the ball forward, Eric Williamson. Uh, and Diego Chara at 36 still has – Speed to make those ridiculous runs deep in midfield and, and create some problems so I, I don't know i think that they may be more effective if they still kind of sit back a little bit and, and hit the counter and bring some of those thrilling and exciting moments uh, that we're so used to seeing at, at providence park when the timbers get out and running
1: yeah that that's an amazing that's amazing stuff right there that's a preview that i wanted to bring the listeners and, and jake zivin was the guy who wanted to do it because uh you know, fun fact, I, I'm, I'm not best friends with him. Jake Zivin has come a long way, folks. People don't understand the grind. This guy was hey. down in the in, in Eugene, Oregon, cutting, Let's you know, go. practice film from Oregon and Oregon State practice. He's worked <laughs> his way up, and now he's working with Ted Lasso at Apple TV. He is going to be calling games uh, all season long. He'll be on the call cool. with Taylor Twelman, uh, LA Galaxy, LAFC, and, of course, your Portland Timbers. Uh, Jake, man, seriously, congratulations on this. I know this is big for you we're happy to yeah. still have you uh, a part of portland as well and uh let's yep. let's make, make make this more of a regular thing let's get you on again and keep keep following the timber season and getting your thoughts as the season progresses
2: i'd love to man i fondly fondly look back on those days at the media room at gill coliseum <laughs> post game beaver football post game beaver basketball <laughs> all of us together shout out to to our guy Stephen nelson as well who forged my mm-hmm. path to apple tv uh Yeah, man. I love the KZI days. I miss them, and and I'm proud of where all of us have now come.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's great stuff. There we go. Jake Zivin on Twitter, at Jake Zivin.